Good morning. It is seven minutes after 10 o'clock on a Froster Buns Friday. Uh, I was asking whether or not you feel that the election is theft-proof now. Have we done enough that whoever wins, you will be confident they won legally? Do you think we've done enough? Do you think there's close enough scrutiny that you're confident in the election system and the process? Keith sent me a message. Uh, we are one executive order away from a lockdown and, and mail-in ballots. The fix is already in with Zuck Bucks, uh, dark money paying election workers and officials. Time magazine in 2021 gave an overview of the 2020 election and how it was stolen. Just read what they say. Uh, I... Got the email a little late. I did go there. Uh, basically, what I was seeing was uh, that uh, they convinced uh, the left uh, to not riot, that sort of thing. If, if uh, based on the outcome, I don't, I don't know that um, they're saying we stole votes. Uh, I didn't see that. Do you think the uh, the the voting system today has been fixed? Do you believe today that there's enough scrutiny that the Republicans are and the Trump uh, supporters are so keenly aware of what uh, uh, what happened last time in their mind that this time they won't be able to get away with it? That's it could, if you don't trust the election, if you don't trust how the votes are are counted, you your republic is in real trouble. Uh, let me go to the phones, 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Do you think the system has been fixed? Do you think you're aware enough that Republicans are aware enough, that Trump supporters are aware enough of what happened in their mind last time, that this time they, they'll be overseeing everything carefully, that you can trust that the integrity of the system is intact? Dennis is first. Good morning. Good morning. I got a lot to say, so I'll say it quick. I do not think the election system is, is fixed. I think it's broken. And uh, the reason I say that is, if, you know, my eyes don't lie to me when I see people stuffing ballot boxes. When you see that they change the voting laws because of COVID, which was a tool to get it done, mail-in ballots voting a month before and weeks after the election and you know i mean there's a lot that's happened i just don't i can't trust it right now i just don't all right so you don't you don't think that we've uh that we're aware enough that we'll be looking at it closely enough that it won't get out of hand no i think i think people have looked at it and i think in situations like take a pennsylvania swain state where the, it, where things changed in the 2020 election, and there's evidence of that, you know, the the mail-in ballots, that's ripe for fraud. And that's been said by Democrats and Republicans alike for the last 30 years. And people are aware of it, but they let it happen. And I, and I think Democrats are so good at scheming that they'll find a way in states like California, New York, Illinois, to do well, something. I don't, to I don't know how much something. cheating they have to do in California. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're right. 
No, you're right. I mean, I, I moved out of that state. Um, I wasn't born and raised there, but I lived there for a while, and it's 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 rotten to the core. I'm telling you, it's rotten to the core. But you know, it, and I want to make one more comment. Just yeah, you're talking about earlier before the break, 15, 20 minutes ago, about um, you know the election itself. This country. There's two things that I think alone which will which are destroying our republic. One, the border. Number two, energy. You take those things and destroy those which are already being or that's currently happening. You don't have a country. Those two things alone, All to right. me. You don't think the debt is. You don't think the debt is an even bigger problem. I'm not saying that those aren't problems, but you don't think that thirty-four trillion dollars. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just picking two out of a list of about ten, and I think <laughs> okay. the top two. Those are those are two. That All right, I think. I got you. All right, Dennis. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Randy, good morning. Randy. Okay, Randy. We'll move on to Tom. Tom and Jeff yes, City. Sir. Good morning. Well, I tend to agree with uh, most everything Dennis said, and I said on uh, social media after the twenty twenty election, I don't look for us to ever have a fair election again. And I mean that uh, I, I see beyond the stuffing of the ballot box, uh, everything from the laptop that didn't exist, that did exist, um, Democrats will find a way uh, to uh, bring an unfair advantage uh, to, uh, to the election. And I don't see the Republicans able to discern how how that's being done until afterwards have they done anything tangible since the last election or even 22 to correct the type of problems that have have given democrats an unfair advantage do you are you aware of any well i think there are a couple of states that have increased oversight uh we heard about pennsylvania uh, where the judiciary ma managed to alter the voting laws in spite of the fact that it was the legislature and only the legislature that could. But I thought that was reversed. So I, th I think that we've done some things that uh, should give us some confidence. I, I never trusted the system. I, I was never convinced that it was enough cheating to steal the election. I, I know there was cheating. I just don't know how much. Uh, well, but I think well, we're I keenly aware and we're going to look it over uh, pretty carefully. There will be people everywhere watching. I, th I think, Gary, at every level, uh, and I go back to, uh, I think it was 2014, in St. Louis, one Democrat um, uh, stuffed the box, ballot box. Uh, the judge ordered a real, uh, another election in which the bad guy lost. And the point I'm trying to make is this stuff is done at every level, every level. How can we expect to have a fair election, really? Yeah. By the way, I think the attorney uh, for the, uh, the, the candidate in that case that was pursuing the fraud charges, I think that, that was Dave Rowland. Just, well, I can know. tell you who the judge was, and that was Rex Burleson. Wow. Well... Uh, I think it was a, a good decision. All right, Tom, thank one, you very one much. Quick, one quick thing, if I may, because uh, I don't have enough to get on. Yes, I disagree with you on uh, 
fair trade. We don't have fair trade. And the tariffs that you say we need to get rid of, no, because we don't have a, a, a fair playing field. And thanks Tom, for allowing me to say it. All right. Well, well Tom, you know that they've looked at these, uh, these tariffs and concluded that they hurt other industries more than they help the steel industry. You understand that the country doesn't trade, individuals trade, companies trade, uh, and the government shouldn't get involved in that. Uh, but there's protectionism, and we take China as a prime example. Protectionism has never worked. Protectionism, and, and that's what uh, these tariffs were about. Well, the t uh, what I'm tr I guess I'm uh, opposed to what you're saying because I believe um, it's it's unfair for the protectionism that's going on and to combat that uh, to create a better lo level field, uh, Gary. I, I really believe that uh, the tariffs they may not be a panacea, but they sure kind of help level the field. They hurt Thank you. All right. Thank you, Tom. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. The tariffs actually hurt Trump. If it weren't for the tariffs, his GDP levels would have been way higher than they were. Not only that, but, you know, when they start going after steel, the automobile industry, the people that make washing machines and major appliances and everybody else that uses steel, their jobs start fading away. It actually hurt all those other industries. And it raised your taxes. You paid for them. China didn't pay those taxes. Canada didn't pay those taxes. Mexico didn't pay those taxes. You did. Money that you might have used, the leftover money that you might have invested or, or saved for your, your retirement or uh, taking your family out to dinner or whatever, that money was gone because of those taxes, because of those tariffs. All right, to Springfield, Missouri we go. Dennis, number two, good morning. Yes, uh, the uh, election system is not fixed. They they won't fix it. Here in Greene County, there was one gentleman I knew that was registered to vote in four different places under pseudonyms, his real name, his name junior, his name with a middle initial, and so on. He was receiving his Social Security check at one address, a bar on South Street, and they, they, don't, check, they don't check to see whether your residence is a house a bar or a business with a house above it, you know, things like that. They don't check. And they didn't do anything to him. They let him keep his registration at one place, and they didn't press any charges, and he was voting four times in four separate districts. One of the places was an abandoned warehouse. And, you know, I can vote at your house, at your residence, right now, uh, if I go and register. And all I got to do is pay your telecable bill for you, and you pay my telecable bill, and I got a registered letter from the United States government that says, hey, I'm paying a bill at your house, so I must live there, right? And they well, don't, then they don't, don't you give up the court. right to vote in your other place? No, no, no. They, he was, he went, was voting at four different places. So they didn't, take, say, they didn't, they didn't cross-check and go, hey, it's the same guy in four no. different places. No, they don't. And then when he's found out, when they complain about it in a Republican county, they didn't prosecute him. Now, that's a joke. Now, in the last election. All right. I, here's what I, I, I hate to do this because, I, I, Dennis, you've given us a boatload of information to, to mull around. Uh, but I am up against the clock. If I don't take this break, the computer kicks us out. OK, thanks, Dennis and Springfield. Glad to have you with us. 
Tommy and Ashlyn, we're going to get to you. We've got posts from GaryNolan.com. Do you trust the election integrity? Do you think the problem's been fixed? Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is 1022. Uh, talking about voter uh, integrity. Brian, you know what else to do? Um, go to uh, the uh, the debt clock and see how much we're spending in the military. Okay. And compare that to what you just told me. And then we'll share it with the listeners. Wow. If, that's, if, it, if it is as Brian uh, has just discovered, uh, there's an ugly truth uh, in our spending. Tommy is on in Ashland. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I think this whole thing has never been fixed. I think the mail-in ballots, number one, that's got to go. I think the Democrats, well, what used to be the Democrats, progressives now, they figured out a formula to win. Mail-in ballots is a key of that. The media in- interference. Every night when I watch the ABC, NBC, CS, these shows, on these nightly news shows, they hammer whoever they want to hammer, and those people are assumed guilty. they got to prove themselves innocent. So the media interference is a big factor in this. And this social media, media meddling, uh, whatever they put on social media, people believe that. These young, younger folks walking around looking at their telephones all the time, and uh, they believe everything they see on there. So I, I think that there's too many educated voters. There are people out here... They don't even know who's running half the time. They look at their picture and say, oh, it's, he's not handsome or he's not pretty or whatever their, their case is. It's so shallow. It's unreal. But uh, I think that the uh, the system is is what it was last time. I haven't seen a lot of changes in it. And I'll be surprised if a Republican ever wins another office again. Now, what will you say if Trump does win? It's right. Well, Everything uh, that you just said, all of your concerns yeah. and your belief that the system is crooked. If Trump actually wins, how will you explain yeah. that to yourself? Well, it has to be a miracle. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I, I like Trump. I don't like the way he acts, but I like his policies. Most people won't look at that. But the thing with it is, if you don't love the man, at least love your country. And if right. Trump wins, it'll be a miracle. All right, Tommy, I hope. I hope that uh, you get your your dream come true, your wish to to happen. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, did you look that up? I did. The uh, debt clock says we're spending uh, currently $853,795,000,000 on defense war. That's uh, per year? That's correct, yes. And the servicing of the national debt is how much? Uh, the, the interest interest. Uh, well, this story is from Bloomberg, and it is tight. And I can't read it because it has a paywall. Paywall. U.S. debt interest bill rockets past a cool one trillion dollars a year. Woo! That means we're spending more on interest than we are on the military. Yes. And if I came I'm across mistaken, this, I think that gives us more money uh, on interest than <laughs> some of the social programs. Something is wrong here. That can't be that I, I really would like to read this. You don't have a Bloomberg account, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You want me to give you my password? Yeah, would you? Yeah. <laughs> do it right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that was clever. Uh, I will do some homework during the break. If what if if what you're, you know, the, the whetting of your appetite... Um, is based on a story that we're paying a trillion dollars 
in interest, is it, or just to service the debt period? Uh, let's see. Because <laughs> mostly we do just pay interest. Yeah, it just says uh, U.S. debt interest. Trillion dollars a year. Just a trillion dollars a year. Wow. I, I saw that like yesterday or day before, and I just remembered it, and I didn't have time to click on it because I got involved with something else. And today, I can't... Let's see... I'll, I'll keep looking too. All right, yeah, I, I am. Um, I would be surprised if it's gotten that far out of hand. I, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm the guy who's been sounding the alarm for a couple of years that we're headed in this direction. But if it's already happened, it's it's a milestone that we should be talking about. Paying a trillion dollars to service the just for the interest. And by the way, that's mostly what we do. Uh, we mostly pay interest, and the debt just keeps rolling over. And that's part of what's hurting us, because now we're rolling that debt over with higher interest rates, and it eats up more and more money. So uh, I, I don't see an easy way out of this, because nobody is going to stop the spending. And, and if you increase the taxes, all you're doing is slowing down the economy. And as you pointed out uh, when you opened the show, government has never been bigger than it is now. Yeah, it's the largest government in the history of the world. Nobody's even close. On the election integrity, Rich, uh, is the election system fixed? No way. As long as there are people who desire to illegally affect the election results, it will continue to occur. The only way I see the uh, uh, rein in, uh, rein it in, is to prosecute and jail offenders. Uh, let's see. In the classroom, if you're caught cheating at all, you get a zero. Just because we don't know the magnitude of the cheating doesn't mean the cheating uh, should reap any benefits or that we should tolerate it. Yeah, I don't think we should tolerate it either. Uh, and I am sure there's cheating. It's, um, it's it, 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 the system has, we've become such a lazy society. We've been convinced by people that we, we don't have to go down to the, the registrar's office and register to vote. We don't have to actually show up to vote. We can mail it in. You want to register? Yeah, do it on the interwebs. I mean, I mean really, we have gone absolutely crazy trying to make it easier which I think really leads to make it easier to cheat. Uh, that That's, you know, and it's just my opinion. Um, I, and I've argued this point in the past. If you want to vote, get your ass out of bed, head on down to the uh, uh, Board of, uh, you know, elections, register to vote, and then show up in person. But Gary, my mother is in a nursing home and she can't. She can't make it. Yeah, and I got a couple of kids I went to school with that are blind and they can't be bombardiers. Life happens. You, you just, um, you just have to, you know, live with it. Not everybody gets to do everything. All right, I'm up against the clock. I got to take a quick break, and we're going to do a little more research on this debt and military spending. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 
It's uh, 1035. Brian, you don't sound right. Are you okay? Are you talking you, to me? Oh, now now you sound better. Uh, what was wrong? Uh, it sounded like, uh, well, like you were in a steam room. Uh, that's what it sounded like. No. Uh-uh. Uh, no. No, no, fine. Everything is fine. So, no. what did you... Like accusing me of vaping or something in the studio? No, no not in I the would studio. Never. No, we would never do uh-huh. that. No. no, 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 no. They don't allow that here. No, no, it's not, uh, it's not good. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you. Did you uh, do any uh, follow up on the uh, debt versus military spending? Uh, a little bit, but you I were couldn't clicking away in there. So I was, yeah, but I can't find any more information other than that Bloomberg study that I can't read. Uh, I'm not giving you my password. All right, all right, uh, all right. We'll, I'll we'll, call the uh, the head guy. Here in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Call the Federal Reserve and see what they say. Yeah. All right. It is 1036. We're talking about voter integrity, among other things. But we do have several other topics that we need to get to. Um, and and uh, not the least of which uh, deals with um, this strange phenomenon uh, that embalmers are finding. We talked about this about six months ago. But now it seems to have expanded. I'll explain what that is in just a few minutes, but let me go to the phones. David is on the line. Good morning. Hey. I was looking up the uh, for the national debt tax, uh, interest payoff, and I noticed that in 2023 we paid $659 billion. So that kind of gives you maybe an area of, of where we're paying. Yeah, um, the a trillion dollars. Is, on trillion dollars is nearly double that. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty drastic increase. But it would be terrifying to think that we've borrowed so much money for social programs that we um, we're spending our way out of the one constitutional thing we're supposed to spend money on, which is defense. I, I, I know, and you know how much more have we has, has the interest risen, and how much more have we spent since twenty twenty three? I don't know. Yeah. Um, can I point Can I point out one other quick thing that just it's, it's, it's Friday? Yeah. I just have one little. Um, you have a great little comment I hear every now and then on on, uh, on the station. It's about the CO two level, but I wanted to correct you that it, it is. CO2 level is not 0.42%. Uh, the actual CO2 level is 0.042%. So do we forget to put a zero in that promo? Yeah, it's a 400, basically 400 parts per million. So that would be 0.04. I thought we did that. I don't know. I guess it slipped past me. Uh, I, 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 I'll let you listen and make sure, uh, but I, I think so. I think you let that slip past. Make sure that you get that to the people. Yeah, but I, I do that. know that uh, just a fraction less and uh, plants start dying. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but somehow it's the end of the world for the Democrats. <laughs> why do they hate? Why do they hate prosperity so much? Why do they hate people being happy so much? They do. Uh, if I understood, if I understood, I think I'd be in the in the nut house. I don't know. Yeah, well, you'd be in the next president. Is what you'd be. All right, David. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to have you.
Gary Nolan show. Hey, I found a little bit more information from that Bloomberg article yeah. that I can't read, but I did find this. Uh, this is from November 7th of 23, last year, and it says, Estimated annualized interest payments on the U.S. government debt pile climbed past $1 trillion at the end of last month. Bloomberg analysis shows the projected amount has doubled in the past 19 months from the equivalent figure forecast around the time. That's good, Democrats. Uh, just uh, and you know what? And let's let's uh, give credit where credit is due. Uh, Republicans too, because as I pointed out, just in four years, in four years under Donald Trump, we increased. I think it was uh, eight trillion dollars. Let me find out exactly. Yeah, uh, in four years, we went from twenty to twenty-eight trillion dollars uh, further in debt. So. Let's not just blame the Democrats. Um, the Republicans need to take a little little uh, uh, blame for that as well. In fact, a lot of blame for that as well. To the phones we go. Alan has been patiently waiting in the background, and we're bringing him on. Good morning. Hey, Gary. Great show. Um, wanted to comment on both the voting and the debt. The voting, uh, while it may be legal, as long as, my feeling is, as long as we have these states where you're registered when you register for your license or whatever. So basically everybody ends up registered. And if they're going to do mail-out ballots to everybody in their state, I don't think we have a snowball's chance in hell of winning those states because you're going to have too many people who are able to vote that wouldn't before because they wouldn't take the time to go down and get a get registered or, or go to the polls even if they were registered. Now all they have to do is, oh, I got this in the mail. Oh, well, I don't want anybody throwing my grandmother over the cliff because so many of them take it literally, just like whenever in Missouri, and this wasn't rhetoric, they said, oh, if Republicans are elected, uh, churches in Missouri are going to burn. Oh, bullcrap, you know, but people believe that stuff. But the bottom line is, and that mass voting like that, that does make it easier for cheating, but I don't think cheating has to be done in those states. I just don't think we have a chance as, as Republicans or anybody else other than Democrats. The other thing is, I'm very disappointed in the Republicans. The Democrats, obviously, they've got the media behind them for the most part. But the Republicans should take advantage and use graphic charts and, and numbers and stuff to get across to people what some of this stuff means. Talking about the debt at $34 million, $34 trillion, at a million dollars a day, it would take 2000 739 years to pay that back without any interest being accrued on that. No, no, That's no. That's wrong. You're that wrong. is way no. off. It's way off. What? Yeah, yeah. It would take 90-plus thousand years at a million dollars a day to pay off $34 trillion in debt. Okay, regardless, I, I, and I, I may have done that wrong. I mean, that's what came up when I calculated it. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> and you're sure that's not what the interest added in? No, just paying off the debt. Yeah, just paying off the debt. Uh, the, here's what I, I and, I'm, and if you miss this, you owe us money. I'm yeah, there's a fine, you. so if you can get your credit card ready, I'll get but that every, info. Every it. time we crest a trillion dollars in debt, I ask the listeners to calculate if the federal government could stop spending more than they take in. And in fact, have a million dollars a day left over to apply to the debt. How long would it take? And it's uh, ninety. Was it ninety four thousand years, Brian? I, it was somewhere in there, ninety two, I think. Yeah. So it, it's it'll take quite quite a while at a million dollars a day. 
And, and unfortunately, you know, I think those sorts of graphics and information, if they had that up behind them, every time they're talking, of course, you just said it, the Republicans are doing just as bad as the Democrats, or not just as bad, but are not much better than the Democrats. Actually, the Democrats, the Democrats have been uh, more frugal than the Republicans. Well, somebody needs to be. Now, the other part of that is it goes back on the citizens. We need to be calling and communicating with our representatives all the time because that can make the difference. People think, oh, it doesn't do any good for me to call. Uh, they're going to go with what the lobbyists. The lobbyists are one vote, and a lot of times those votes are not even in your district. It does matter what the public, that the public contacts their representatives. If they get enough calls, they will turn around on a subject. But they've got to get those, call, those calls or those emails or whatever. Uh, absent that, they're going to keep heading the way they are because they think that's what we want. Would you vote for a politician, Alan, that said, I'm going to slash Medicare and Medicaid, Social Security, and defense? Um, you know, Brian, it, it depends on how it's phrased. Uh, I think absolutely you, they need to come up with something for Social Security, uh, Medicare, Medicaid. What if, and, Alan, and it, Alan, what if we just said, yeah. look, we're going to privatize this. We're going to protect yes. people that are already deep into the loop. They're already absolutely. lying. You'd yep. be in favor That's of that. That's what I was going to say. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Without a doubt. It's got to be done. Uh, there's no way we can keep on the way we are. It's it's impossible. I agree. Of course, as long as people think, as long as the government can print money, we don't have a problem. You know, those are the same people who grew up thinking, oh, well, I still have checks, so I have money in my account. I can keep writing checks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. All right, Alan, thank you. <laughs> Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That's why I keep, one of the reasons I keep pushing for the uh, the fair tax. Right now, when you pay that FICA tax, you think you're entitled to, um, uh, to to Social Security and Medicare. But if you privatize those and go to the fair tax, um, and every time you buy something, you're, you're paying a little into it, it it's not like um, you're owed anything. You're getting your gross paycheck. And actually, you make out a little bit better. At the same time, we get ourselves out from under Social Security. I have to take a break, but uh, strange blood clots... Next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. All right, it is uh, ten minutes to ten, and <laughs> we're still we're still uh, looking over the numbers on the national debt and the military. We just hit another record, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, people need to kind of keep that in mind. Every second we set a new record because that that thing is spinning like it's uh, attached to a Black and Decker drill. Uh, the, and the numbers just keep rolling by. And every time it, you know, adds a dollar, it's a new record. So we're, we're knocking them dead now, boy, I tell you. We're, we're uh, heading towards uh, $35 trillion. And people will still not pay attention. <clears throat> All right. I, uh, I, I'm going to take uh, liberty here, um, change directions once again. Because right now, there is a battle royale set up in Texas. Apparently, the Biden administration wants Texas to take down this uh, razor wire that they've put up at the border. And the governor of Texas refused to do it. Now... He's called, you know he's got the National Guard there, and there are other states that are going to stand behind uh, Governor Abbott, and uh, they're willing to send their National Guard down there. The president, I suppose, could federalize them uh, and take them out from under. 
but this could be a very serious problem. This could be a revolutionary war or a civil war, I guess. But think about this. The federal government is telling the state of Texas, you can't put that razor wire up. The courts have decided you have to take it down and you're not doing it. And the deadline is today. Now, the state of Texas is saying we have a right to protect our border. We have a right to protect our, our citizens. We're not taking the razor wire down. You're in the White House. You're Joe Biden. What do you do? Do you try to federalize the, uh, the, the uh, uh, military in, in, uh, in Texas? Do you, do you try to, do you send the U.S. military down to the border to take it over? He can, he can federalize the National Guard, and then you might have tumult inside the Guard. And what if, what if the governor of Texas stands his ground? What if the National Guard stand their ground? Does Joe Biden just walk away when the federal courts have said he's, you know, he's got the upper hand? This may look like, a, you know, just another one of those, oh, they'll back down incidents, but it might not be. And if it does boil over, we could be at war starting tomorrow. That's, think about the implications there. The federal government is being told by the federal court, by the Supreme Court, dominated by uh, conservative justices. I don't care what Roberts says, they are political, both sides. And Texas is saying, nope, not going to do it. We'll call out our National Guard. And a bunch of other states are saying the same thing. I mean, there's a string of states that are saying, we'll send our National Guard down there. If Texas stands its ground, wouldn't surprise me much. If they stand there, because right now, they're waiting to see who blinks. They're looking for someone to blink. If they don't, if you're the president of the United States, you almost have to send the military. You can't let them get away with it. That could be the start of a civil war. That is not just a little kerfuffle at the border. If you have Americans fighting Americans... If a gunshot rains out, if there is a battle, even if it's just one shot that rings, you're, a, you're on the way to civil war. I don't know about you, but I think that's kind of important. And we haven't even discussed it yet today. Uh, let me go to the phones on this. We'll get to uh, Fulton and chat with Matt. Hey, Matt. 
So um, I think what's going to happen is like during when Trump was president and San Francisco and other cities were sanctuary cities and he threatened to withhold federal funding. I think that's what Biden's going to do on this. If, if Texas doesn't back down, then he'll just start cutting federal funding to Texas because Texas isn't going to vote for him anyways in the election. So what does he care? <sighs> um, I think that's I think that's the most likely outcome of this. That would that would be ultimately a defeat for Biden, because then because uh, the, the governor is not going to just say, "Oh, you're not going to give us money." Okay, we'll clear out. I, I don't think that's a strong enough response. I think Biden will go further. I mean, I don't know what else he could he could actually possibly do because I mean, he, he probably doesn't even know what's going on right now. Anyway, so he, he might not even know right now. <laughs> he might not so, even be aware that yeah, there I is mean, a border. I mean, Lloyd Austin, he's probably still in the hospital, so he might not even know either. So who, who knows? Who knows? You might be the only one who knows about this. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you talk right. more. Thanks, Matt. Bye. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, who the hell knows in Washington? Uh, no, the governor's going to, the president is going to have to respond. He can't let the governor overrule the federal courts. That's a pretty dangerous precedent in and of itself. And Texas is saying, and, and I think most Americans are saying, oh, we got to protect the border. This, this is a conflict that could blow up out of hand and very quickly. Let me, uh, let me see what John has to say. John, good morning. Hello, Gary. Um, uh, God, where do you start with such stupidity? I mean, how in the world? Uh, if a constitution is supposed to stand for the United States and for the American people, and the number one thing on there is for the sovereignty of the United States to be, you know, uh, uh, protected. Um, and it just seems to me that with all the things that Biden is failing on, I mean, even giving a heads up to ISIS that, you know, on the attack of the 80 some people, giving them a heads up, that, how, is there no redundancy that says, okay, if a president does this to our Constitution, that he can be removed, shot on sight, something? No, you don't I mean, want to say that. No, no, no. They can impeach him. Um, oh, they can impeach him. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about today. I, I think somebody he needs to be removed. I mean, you know, period. Well, well no, I want you to. I want to cool. Uh, I need you to cool your jets here because if they remove him, you yeah. know who the next president yeah, is. Yeah, I, I do. But she's too incompetent, so she'd be removed too. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I'm 65 years old, but I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. My dad spent 42 years fighting for what this now. I mean, he's passed away, thank goodness, because I, I think he would have probably gone crazy too. But like any other military person, I don't understand how this is possible. I don't understand how we're doing half the things we're doing. But I understand a commercial break and a news break, and I got to hit it. John, thank you for the call. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show.